we started first with the process of the AMO. We had to go through a five-stage process there as well for our AMO to be um, reinstated. Once we passed that, then we went into a process of the AOC, uh, which is the Ed Operators Certificate, to be recertified as well. And this is where now the crux of what we put as corrective actions are being tested because all the elements of safety that the CAA raised in those 17 findings would be tested today, for example, in terms of cabin crew operations and how do we handle um, issues on air relating to aircraft itself. So we've been working vigorously with the CAA to address all the 17 findings. As I'm talking to you now, those 17 findings have all been closed, including the 400 that were open in the past since 2017. In addition to that, we went through a detailed um, a process where all our documents, our manuals were tested against the, the civil aviation regulations as well as the technical standards. So it, we, we were really treated like, you know, as a new airline, right from documentation to aircraft to personnel to filling of vacancies to funding issues as well. Which is good to know at this point. But um, I must say, you know, uh, many were taken aback when uh, you were grounded to begin with because uh, it was said that five of uh, those uh, non-compliance issues were actually quite severe, which meant uh, that it posed very serious uh, safety risks for your passengers, for your staff and crew, and uh, just to the public at large. How did that situation develop? What you're referring to is the level one finding. There were five of those. Um, But in the main, I must tell you, they were not relating to our aircraft. The sea of eight for which the the, the findings were against were on the aircraft, the the nine aircraft that were already self-grounded by us. But the first five findings related to the number of vacancies at the nominated post holders. These are serious regulated positions that the CAA would want to to be occupied at all times. You are given only 30 days to have a vacant position where it's supposed to have a nominated post holder occupying that. So that was one of the biggest uh, level one findings. The second one related to our quality and, and, and safety management standard in terms of how we escalated issues right from the ground to the CEO and into the, to the board. And that's where the CAA raised issues of accountability where we were taking long to attend to customer queries. Those have been addressed. Our IQMS system has been up- upgraded. And also all our nominated postholders, including the board members and management, they have gone through a new uh, safety training. The third element related to funding, where CAA felt that uh, given our financial uh, challenges, which were at that point being addressed through the shareholder, they felt that as a result of that, we ran the risk of compromising um, our license conditions, which require you to have safe, reliable operations, and therefore you need to have money for spares, for components at all times. So they found that at the point where we were challenged financially, that raised a risk against our operations. That has been addressed. We have shareholder support, both signed by the Minister of Finance and the Minister of Public Enterprises, against which we are already engaging the lenders um, to address our liquidity, liquidity provisions. I guess, yeah. Ms. Mukolo, you know, the question I'm asking here is, how did you 
get into that situation? Where was the oversight? You know, as someone who flies, I must say that was one of the things that really stuck out for me because I couldn't help but feel like uh, you were endangering the life of, you know, us passengers who just uh, blissfully unawares uh, just board these planes and we don't know what has been done or not done. Yeah, as I indicated, so the issues were around how we escalate safety issues um, when, as and when we have um, hazards and incidents within the, 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 the organization. Now, how those have been addressed, as I say, the system has been addressed. Um, the interface between all the relevant departments, we have strengthened that. We also have strengthened the measures within which where passengers, they pick up issues within our aircraft, whether on board or on ground, they are able directly to escalate those through our IQMS. Um, assistance. Insofar as aircraft is concerned, those aircraft that we have self-grounded, we will not put them on our AOC just to give assurance to our customers. They will not be on our certificates to be flown anytime soon. So You're talking about the nine aircraft? The nine aircraft, yes. And we've reached an agreement with the, 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 the regulator that we would deal with our own processes, strength, that, that get those aircraft ready. As and when they are ready, we will apply their aircraft and then they will have to be recertified afresh. So that's the assurance we can give to our customers that the aircraft that will be flying as soon as the CAA gives us our certificate to the airborne again will be the, those ones that already are being tested, like the one that you are doing today. And how do you plan on uh, winning back the customers you may have lost as a result of this? We will be having a detailed press briefing on the 24th of Sakina where we will give the details of the route that we will be flying. However, we are confident that most of the customers um, that were rerouted, were rerouted with an understanding that we'll continue communicating the safety measures, giving them assurance that when we are airborne again, we will not compromise safety. Watch our media statements. We wanted to give them the assurance that as and when they board our aircraft, they will see evidence of a changed airline. And with regard to that merger, is there still talk about mergers happening somewhere, anywhere? That we have left to the, the, the shareholder, the Minister of Public Enterprises and the Minister of Finance, because our key focus area now is to make sure that we are airborne. And as and when the shareholder takes that decision, we want the shareholder to take an airline that is um, safe, is reliable and is sustainable into that measure. And just in uh, concluding this, uh, how much money have you actually lost uh, since you've been grounded? So I think we, we are busy with that process of the quantification of, of, of the loss of safety. Today. We know that in terms of revenue, we've lost revenue, we've not been flying for almost six weeks, and also the, the impact on some of the, uh, the, the morale and the staff and including the passengers. So we are now, when we begin flying, we'll quantify that so that we are able also to, going into the future, to know that the impact of being granted does not only affect us, as an island only, but also the, economic, the broader economic impact to, to the country. And uh, uh, at the time when you were grounded, all uh, your um, uh, passengers, the, and uh, I shouldn't say passengers, your clients then who had bought tickets, were they all refunded or you know, restored uh, yes. to their original position? Are you confident that all of that has been addressed? Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, 60,000 of the passengers, they were reinstated to other airlines. And, you know, by normally per month, we fly about 100, 110 passengers. So um, those that were reinstated were successfully refunded, and we're looking forward to welcoming them back.